Welcome to Maker Mom, a podcast where I explore the stories of Maker Moms and the life they lead. Each week, I will bring you the behind the scenes story of a new Maker Mom. I'm Katie Freeman, a furniture designer and content creator running FreemanFurnishings.com and your host of the Maker Mom podcast. You can find Maker Moms hanging out in the Facebook community at Maker Moms and on the web at MakerMomPodcast.com. If you love what you hear, please subscribe, leave a stellar review, and share this out with other Maker Moms you know. Hello and welcome to episode 97 of the Maker Mom podcast. This week's episode is with Octavia of the Timber Mom. Before I hop on into this interview, I want to give a big shout out and thanks to the patrons over on Patreon. So thank you so much, Bonnie, Tool Mom Bonnie of ToolMomStore.com, Laura, Oakley Soap Company, Mary Lou, Made by Mary Lou, Amy, Bison Valley Carving, Dan and Kelly, Reclaim Living Store, Brandy, Studio Obey, Kathy, One Girl and Her Tools, Ellen, Little Bear Furniture, and Ethan, Ethan Carter Designs. Appreciate each and every one of you for helping to continue to make this podcast possible with two episodes a week. All right, with no further ado, here's Octavia of The Timber Mom. Um, well, for the podcast, I always have my guests um, introduce themselves. So you want to give a quick uh, introduction about who you are? Okay, yeah, sure. So. Um... My name's Octavia. I'm uh, 28, and um, I'm a stay-at-home mom right now. I'm a lover of all things <laughs> DIY. Um, anything crafting, DIY, pretty much anything that's hands-on, like that I have to do. That's that's what I'm all about. And of course, I'm a mother of two. Awesome. So pretty busy. <laughs> yeah. How old are your are your kiddos? So my son, his name, uh, he's Noah, and he's eight. And then my daughter, Isabella, is two. Okay. So still some pretty young kiddos. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Well, before we get into kind of like you know the DIY. Um, and in woodworking crafting world, let's go back a little ways to your childhood. Where did you grow up? What kind of things were you interested in? Okay, yeah. So um, I grew up in a small town um, in Chambersburg, Pennsylvania. It's a very, very small town. Everyone knows everyone kind of situation. And um, I went to high school. Um, it wasn't until about like I got to high school that I started realizing that, you know, art's pretty cool. I never really like got into it. It was, I would do like little projects at like home and stuff like that or at school. Um, I took, when I was in high school, they had like home ec and stuff. And I don't, I don't think they do that now, but um, where, you know, you could do like, woodwork or um like wood shop or you can do um I think they even had sewing I, I did the sewing but that was it so I wasn't really interested in it like art like that like woodworking or anything like that 
and um, I graduated high school and I said I was going to wait a year and I was going to join the Army. So nothing, any, nothing had anything to do with like art or crafting or anything like that. So um, I joined the Army um, and it was way out of my plans. Like my mother, I come from a long line of homemakers like my mother she's a sewer um big time sewer uh so is my grandmother my great-grandmother so I come from like a line of like you know um makers so it just was different for me to do something totally different with my life and um I joined the army and then um I was in for about maybe three or four years and that was that. <laughs> okay. Um, what was your draw to joining the army? I'm sorry, could you repeat that? So what was your draw to joining the army? Well, um, I wanted just to try something totally different and um I definitely wanted to serve, you know, serve my country. So I wanted to do something like totally different, something just out of the, you know, out of what my family was used to. Um, there's nothing going on in my town. It's one of those towns like you can get like stuck in that town. And um, there wasn't like very much like opportunity. And I figured that would be like the best way for me to like get out and you know, experience something new and, you know, just to try to better myself, like to do something more. Mm -hmm. Do you, are you back in, in your um, hometown or do you live somewhere else now? Yeah. So right now I'm currently living in Georgia. My husband is, um, he's in the army as well. Uh, so he pretty much is, he's, doing the, the whole army thing and I'm right now staying at home due to COVID and everything. Mm -hmm. But since he's still in, we, we still travel, you know, like pretty much like every three or four years, like we're in another new town. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so when did you start getting into, um, you know, making woodworking? Yeah, so um, like I said, like I've always been like like a crafty, like DIY type of person. And we lived in San Antonio prior to San Antonio, Texas, prior to um, our move here to Georgia. And um, I started, we bought a house there. So I started really doing, you know, a lot more. I've never worked with power tools. The only tool I've ever used was like a hammer and a screwdriver. Like that's pretty much the only tool I've ever used. And um, so buying a house, like there was so much, so many like little projects that I wanted to do. So everything I did like had to involve either a hammer or a screwdriver. And so um, I, you know, I bought, ended up buying a Cricut machine. I don't know if you have one of those cricket machines, but I don't. But <laughs> yeah, I know the with the decals and stuff. Yep. Yeah, I mean, there's so many things you can do on that machine that would just keep you busy for forever. 
So I got one of those cricket machines and, you know, I started, um, I started, you know, just doing like little projects, like little putting vinyl on things, you know, nothing like too crazy. And then I started like, I seen like a dream catcher that I really liked. I know it's kind of random, but I seen a dream catcher that like caught my eye and I had somebody make it for me and I studied it like this is when I really first like jumped into it like I studied how this dream catcher was like made it was so beautiful and um you know it cost me probably like thirty dollars to get it shipped and I went out and bought like two hundred and fifty dollars worth of material to create like dream catchers even though, you know, I already had one, but it's just, it, it intrigued me. So from there, I just, I was making dream catchers and like I would post them and a lot of my friends were wanting, you know, wanting a dream catcher. <laughs> and so, you know, and it, that felt so good to me to make something like by hand and then have people like want it. So from there, I just, started doing like other little things like little vinyl signs little vinyl portraits like everything like anything that that machine would cut like I was putting your face on a t-shirt a pillowcase you know just anything and it it worked so I just like I had so much fun with it and um and it just kind of became like my therapy I was going through um, you know, my husband and I got married very young. We were 18 and 19 and, um, uh, we were like having problems in our, in our marriage, you know, and then with two kids and then the military and things like that. Uh, we were in a really, you know, tough space. So, you know, this, the whole crafting thing kind of became my therapy. And then, um, like two years ago, we were, getting just getting ready to go through a divorce and um I picked up um I seen a wood sign that I just like fell in love with and then I seen that it was cut on a um a, a scroll saw and so like I ordered a scroll a scroll saw that um that I think it was like Christmas I ordered a scroll saw and then from there I um I tried it. It scared me. I've never had a power tool in my hand before, you know, anything like that. And um, it was terrifying to use. So I put it away for an entire year, did not touch it. And then a year later, I started like the Timber Mom. <laughs> so it just kind of took off very, very fast. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I mean, let's start even just with like the cricket, like, how'd you even find out about it and like what led you to say okay let's try this out so I was I joined this group um I'm always like looking for some kind of group <laughs> I joined a a crafting group and I seen like um people were using this, this machine and um I didn't know what you know I didn't know if it was you know what it was for or what it was going to do but I seen so many people like talking about the machine that you know they were doing this they were cutting vinyl and putting vinyl labels on things and I was just like and I I didn't want to make a big purchase like that 
Um, but I was like, you know, let me try it and, and, and just see. It was back in, I don't know, maybe like 20, 2016 that I got the machine. And um, I like, I, it, again, even with that, it was just like too much for me at first. <laughs> I was just like overwhelmed just because, you know, there's so many like options on, on that machine. And um, like, I was like super intimidated at first and I put it away, I got it. I probably used it once or twice. I couldn't figure it out. <laughs> I put it away for like seven months. And then, um, and then I liked, I, I kept getting in the group and I kept seeing all the stuff that they were making like paper flowers and, you know, all sorts of like cool things for like, the kids and stuff so I was just like oh I gotta do it so I just I pulled it out and I it was kind of trial and error at first but it just it came out perfect <laughs> I mean I I live on this machine I even with my woodworking I just I incorporate this this machine is like everything <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean that's awesome what do you think it was I mean so like you said, at first you were like intimidated. So you, you know, kind of put it away again for, for a few months. What made you say, okay, no, I'm really going to try to tackle this. Uh, I think, well, for me, like, I'm, I'm one of those ones that like, I, I want to, I really want to do it myself. Like I want to, you know, like, I kind of have that like pride thing like oh no I'll do it <laughs> that kind of mm-hmm, thing mm-hmm. um so I is I think it's more of anything it was just more of me like my pride like no I want to do it I want to say I made this kind of thing <laughs> so right. so I kind of just like put it to you know like go ahead just just do it mm-hmm. okay and then what about with the, I mean, with the scroll saw, same thing. I mean, I totally get it, you know, especially if you have no experience with power tools, the first time you use any kind of power tool, it can be intimidating. Um, yeah. What got you over that hump? Uh, something kind of similar of just like you said, like, no, I want to be able to say I, I can do this. Uh, yeah, it was, it was, I would say it was like a combination of that and the fact that um, what I wanted to create, I knew, I, I knew for a fact that I needed to use power tools. Um, like I knew I needed to, like, to figure out how to, you know, safely, you know, cut a piece of wood, you know, mm-hmm. you know, just operate a you know a table saw things like that and like I didn't take like any formal classes I didn't go to school for this so a lot of um and no one in my family um well my my grandmother you know um she worked with you know told my grandfather but like I never really like paid attention and watched and like dissect like you know truly how to use like a, a power tool Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't have like any like formal training. I didn't go to school or anything. So, um, a lot of it was just me, um, you know, just getting over that, that fear and just 
because you know they are intimidating like you have to respect respect right a powerful you know so it was just like a combination of both and then when I got the the feel of the, the scroll saw and like you know that accomplished feeling you know when you like when you you know when you first use a, a power tool and it goes right <laughs> and you're okay mm-hmm. and that that first like feeling was just like wow you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's I mean, hard it can to be... describe it's just one of those ooh. well it can be super empowering right like you yes. kind of like <laughs> tackled this thing this big thing yes exactly very empowering so like I mean you're basically all self-taught how how did you teach yourself how to use all of these tools yeah so um a lot of it was YouTube (laughs) I'm one of those YouTube people Mm -hmm. um I learned a lot on YouTube I mean I just I, I like I would get on YouTube and I would like see how they you know and it's different it's when you're working with a power tool a table saw you know scroll saw jig any kind of power tool it's like you know it's totally different from watching it on youtube um when i first got that kickback from a table saw i was like no (laughs) like it was so you know it's terrifying like but um you know just watching that I, i I got into the maker community and, you know, I've, I've been very welcome to the maker community. So, you know, I got like a lot of tips and stuff and, you know, just, um, just, just learning it, just going in for it and just doing it. I mean, that's really, you know, what helped me. Cause you know, I, I didn't, you know, I didn't go to school for it or anything. So, you know, just getting in there and, obviously you know understanding the tool reading up on the tool understanding how this tool works you know to use it safely you know the main importance Mm -hmm. of that is just being safe because those tools are you know (laughs) they can be you know deadly (laughs) yeah absolutely um I mean it is a legit thing of people you know being badly hurt on some of those yeah. pieces of equipment. Um, yeah, so no yeah. So what's like, what's your shop space like now? So um, right now, well, we live on a, a military base, so mm-hmm. uh, we have a two car garage, which um, at first was, you know, a garage for the car and, you know, extra stuff like the kids stuff, bikes and things like that. But we have totally converted it to like just the shop. Um, I have one side of the garage where I have like all my, all my tools that I use. And then um, the other half of the garage, everything is like sealed in containers like for for storage like stuff mm-hmm. we don't use like you know holiday things and bikes and right. stuff yeah and then um I have a room inside that has like my laptop my Cricut shelves that I um shelves and tables like for like my woodworking projects I make a lot of like nursery signs and home decor and stuff so um and I know you make furniture, so you know how it goes when you need space. <laughs> you mm-hmm. find any place to put it. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. On kitchen counters, wherever. <laughs> yeah, I think I've got like a rented shops shop space, which is somebody else's two car oh, garage. Nice. Um, <laughs> but then, especially, it seems to happen almost every summer, but especially this summer because of um, COVID and and kids being home more so. Um, Oh, then, yeah. like, our home garage has also become a shop. And then also, like, <laughs> exactly. the home office has stuff. So it's, like, <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> yes, everywhere. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, what kind of tools do you have in um, uh, your shop space? Okay, so don't laugh because I'm sure <laughs> you're going to laugh. But... So I'm one of those very frugal people, you know, and I always Mm -hmm. like to test the theory. You know how people say, oh, no, you have to spend money. You have to, everything has to be of quality, you know, and and a lot of things do. Don't get me wrong. But I'm one of those to always like test that theory, even though sometimes it like bites me in the end, but (laughs) I'm always one to like (laughs) test that theory. Is it really the the operator or is it the tool you know what I mean mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. is it really the name of the bread or is right. it the bread you know <laughs> <laughs> so um so I got a $89 uh scroll saw right mm-hmm. $89 is all I spent for it and I got that scroll saw in December of 2019 so I like I'm just starting you know right. starting yeah. out with the woodworking industry so I just started I got, I got that tool saw and um it, it was $89 at the time and so I got that scroll saw and then mind you I'm still using that scroll saw to this day mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think I got eight, I got that that was the $89 and then I got a um I got a black and decker drill mm-hmm. <laughs> Um that drill I've had, um, I, I just got, I think I just got a new um, attachment for it. I was going to do a jig on that, which did not work out. Um, I got a $100 table saw at Harbor Freight, which was the worst, worst <laughs> investment. <laughs> so, um, and then I, I, had to, I had to take it back. It just, it did not you could not get a straight cut on that thing. So I traded that one out and then I did spend the money. My husband was like, you know, we got to stop doing this. We can't, you know, you got to get a good tool set, you know? So we, we got um, a DeWalt um, table saw. So I have a, a scroll saw, a table saw. I have a $20 jigsaw. That is the best tool I've ever owned. And um, I got a belt sander. All right, I'm super excited for this week's sponsor. This week's sponsor is Tool Mom Bonnie or Tool Mom and Company. So Tool Mom and Company is for all ages, genders. Uh, They have what you need for your one-stop tool-related merchandise of gifts or clothing or both. Um, her products are fun, fashionable, one-of-a-kind, and you can check her out at www.toolmomstore.com or find her on Instagram under Toolmom Bonnie, and Bonnie's B-O-N-N 
i.e. Uh, you can receive an extra 20% off at checkout by using the coupon code MAKERMOM. So I have two of her mugs. I have one that says, I believe, what is it? Oh my gosh. Um, <clears throat> one is like the definition of a tool woman and the other one is just like a circular saw with flames coming off of it. And I believe it says uh, Go Girl on it, and they're super fun mugs. I, I love drinking coffee out of them in the morning. If it's not out of my Wonder Woman mug, it is out of one of those two mugs. So you definitely should at least check out the mugs, if nothing else. And remember, extra 20% off at checkout by using the code MAKERMOM. All right, thank you, Tool Mom Bonnie. And let's get back to the episode. And um, that's it. I only use those tools. Yeah. And I create everything just on those tools. I think that's the big so, thing about I'm being one of like, ones. yeah, but that's the big thing about being like <laughs> DIY, right? And yeah, exactly. Woodworkers, like, okay, these are the tools I have. So I'm going to figure out how to use these tools to make what I want to make. Right. And, and my thing is, you know, when you think DIY, I think a lot of people think like, because I was one of those people, you know, like, is it cheaper to just buy it yourself or, you know, do it yourself? You know, either way, it could be, you know, mm -hmm. to me, it's not all about, you know, what's cheaper, you know, what, because, you know, you pay for quality. Like, I use quality materials, but my, you know, I, mm -hmm. my tools have been, like, lower end because I was just starting. So, for me, like it was, it's cool. It was cool to test that theory because obviously, you know, I do want to upgrade. <laughs> I am going to upgrade some of my tools, but um, to me, it was like really cool to test that theory. The fact that you know I've created, you know, tons of you know beautiful pieces that you know with a twenty dollars jigsaw. Right. Mm -hmm. So. To me, like, I know, it, you know, the whole DIY part can be very intimidating, especially, like, if you're, like, a stay-at-home mom or, you know, you don't have that extra income. Like, you know, a lot of people just, you know, don't even want to do it or feel intimidated to do it. But um, I like to be able to show that, yeah, you can use a $20 jigsaw and get, you know, a very expensive-looking piece, mm -hmm. you know, because it's just you know, it, it can be done. That's so that I love, I love to be able to prove that theory, which is probably why, like, I don't, like, I love using those tools for right now. Cause I like, I like to show people that because when people see that I'm using a $20 jigsaw, they're like, what? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, like, it's, yeah. it's, you know, so I really, I really like to keep that, that going to show people that, you know, you don't, you don't have to, you know, you can make it work. You can do it. Like, yeah, you stop, you know, mm -hmm. you know, you know what I mean? Like you can do it. Like you don't have to spend like thousands and thousands of dollars on, you know, tools, you know, to get a nice pot, you know, a nice piece, a nice project or, you know, whatever you want to make. I've made, I make, you know, all my furniture, my furniture, like tables and things like that. My signs. I mean, I do everything with these tools. And right. I like to be able to show people, you know, that you can do it. You can go get a, um, you know, a $20 jigsaw and go for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, absolutely. Just start out, you know. Mm -hmm. How are you finding your 
um, customers or I guess, how are they finding you? So right now I'm on, um, I've just been like advertising on like Facebook, like I'll post it on Facebook and my, my family and friends have been like so supportive. They'll share like my projects and stuff. So right now, a lot of my, um, like the bulk of my stuff, like business has been like Facebook and, and Instagram. So I, I just, they've, they've supported me, like, you know, like just sharing and things like that, like social media is powerful and you, you know, Mm-hmm. So it's, it's that's been the bulk of it. Okay. Um, and so you're basically right now making things like custom made for those orders, right? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Eventually, I do want to like, you know, I, I do want to like branch out and do some other things like, um like some things that like inspire me from like my kids like you know home decor pieces and Mm -hmm. things like that like just bulk and you know do it that way I want to get into definitely some furniture making yeah what is I mean you, you kind of you mentioned it a little bit ago about like doing this kind of work is like therapy for you how how do you think it helps? Um, well, to me, it, you know, it, it kind of puts you in another place. Like it, it, it puts you in a whole different space from, you know, where you're in. Like at that time, you know, you have to be focused on what you're doing. Like if, when I'm on that, when I'm on my table, um, when I'm on my scroll saw, like that's all I can see, you know, that's all I'm worried about. So to me, it just kind of like puts you in like a different space and, um, you know, not a space, a space where you're like, oh, ignoring the kids and, you know, (laughs) right, right. You know, you you know, but it's just like, it just puts you in another space. So to me, like just to be, it it feels like a little break, you know? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Because you're like one and one with with what you're doing. Like you're only, you know, pretty much just focused on that thing at that time. So. Right. Yeah. It's good for me. And I'm one that has, I like, I don't know about you, but I have like really like bad, like social anxiety. Like I'm like really, really awkward. <laughs> so it's like hard for me to meet like people right away. Like, for example, my husband, he can go and take out the, the trash and 10 minutes later, we're invited to the neighbor's dinner. <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> and I'm not like that. Like, if I see somebody, I'm like, if I like go take out the trash, my head's down, I'm like, taking out and going, you know. Mm-hmm. So, and so for me, it's just like <clears throat> trying to, with the social media and everything, what makes it so good is you can post and, you know, you can be you, but it's kind of easier for me. <laughs> like, I could just post and go post and go you know and you can still meet a lot of people you know even if you don't meet them like face to face like you can you know build a super great supportive community and um you know inspire people other people inspire you which in turn you inspire other people and so like it's, it's it's just amazing the maker community 
Yeah, and, you know, I, I think everyone's really amazing. good about sharing, right? And <laughs> yes. Um, what? So I feel like you have somewhat of a unique experience with this. Well, in the <laughs> yeah. sense of like. You know, usually I, I ask about, like, what it feels like to be, like, a, a woman in what's seen as kind of like a male-dominated field, but you've also had that experience, I'm sure, with the Army. Um, right. You know, military services are still, I, I'm not sure of the, the ratio, but they're still at least seen as, like, a male-dominated field. So you've got right. that experience Definitely. and then kind of getting into like the maker space has, I mean, do you feel like there's anything there about being a woman in those spaces? Um, well, like you see, you know, times have definitely changed. Um, to see like, to see women just, you know, being so empowered and like, going for it like even if you um you know since we are a military family like I would read articles of you know women just doing what would be considered you know the impossible mm -hmm. like graduating like ranger school that's totally male dominated like totally male dominate dominated so mm -hmm. Just to see, like, you know, when you see stories like that and you, you know, you physically see, like, you know, you know, women winning, that, that to me is, you know, everything. And um, even in, you know, the woodworking, you know, industry, just to see how many, you know, women, uh, you know, just go out there and just go for it. Um, I think... You know, to, and to me, like, and it's no knock to, you know, men because, you know, men are, <laughs> men are incredible too. <laughs> right, right. But, um, you know, us as, you know, as mothers, as women, you know, we, we can do a lot and, you know, we can accomplish a lot in, in, in being, you know, a mom. You know, we can right. cook dinner, you know, we can get the kids up, go to work or, you know, or get the kids up, you know, and work at home, you know, take care of the kids in between that paint and, you know, design and, you know, just any free space, you know, we get, you know, we're out and we're filling this void. We're painting here, you know, taking the kids to the park and then coming back, sanding and, you know, mm -hmm. settling down, things like that. So um I, I don't get surprised when I see like the women out here killing it because like we kill it every day, you know, right. Even if it's just us going home and, you know, working and taking care of the kids, like it's just, it's, it's so empowering to see. And at first it's like, I, like, I know for me, for example, like when I first had my son, I was like, Oh, my life is over you know like all I'm gonna be is a mom <laughs> right you know like especially when you're consumed by like you know being having a, a baby like my husband mm -hmm. was deployed um you know so he did you know I was a lot of I was doing it by myself for a long time you know because he was in a unit where he deployed all the time 
so it was like just me doing it so there was like I was in my mind I was like there's no way I'll ever be able to do anything and then you lose yourself you you know you lose yourself Mm -hmm. you don't know what you like anymore you don't know what you want to do so then um just to like you know just to see other women doing it and then you know doing cool stuff like you know being makers like that's to me that was all has always been awesome my mother my grandmother you like just to see all that and then you know it's it it inspired me to just feel like oh you know you can do it you know you mm-hmm. just you just gotta do it so to me that was great and to see other women doing it and killing it to me is it's so inspiring and it's again no knock to the men because you know they do it too you know some do it too but you know mm-hmm. we we do a lot <laughs> yeah we no. do a whole lot yeah exactly and you know it's it's funny to me um <laughs> I had a conversation which seems like forever ago but was just in February um but it feels like the world has completely changed since then. Yeah. Um, but I had a conversation with kind of a group of moms and, and we were all at like different stages of motherhood. And we talked about how like so much preparation, like especially for your first, goes into like the birth plan and like how that baby's going to be born and all of that stuff. Right. Yeah. But like, there's no discussion ever about like what happens once the baby comes home. Like there's no discussion about that. Like you're going to lose yourself. You're going to feel like all you are is a mom and like, what are ways to make sure you keep yourself tethered to yourself? to like your, right. you know, some idea of like, who am so I when I'm not a mom? <laughs> right. Yeah. Because yeah. you, you, you have literally no clue. Nope. <laughs> that uh, is so true. Yeah. <laughs> that so, should be talked about more. Like before you leave should. the hospital, you should know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> this is going to happen and it's okay. That's <laughs> You'll right. find it. <laughs> You're, that's right. It's right. And, and the difference too of like, I remember like, I finally felt like I hit my groove again. Uh, you know, when my oldest was like about two and then when he was two and a half, here comes number two. And it's like, it happens oh, yeah. all over again. <laughs> and you like yeah, lose yourself reset. all over again. Um, yeah. And then you're a whole nother person after that yep, one. So yep, exactly. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I wish people would talk about that more. And I think, and, and that's partially like one of the kind of missions behind this podcast is to, is to hopefully find women who are moms that aren't makers yet and have this be an inspiration of like, this could be an outlet for you, like a way for you to like, connect with yourself and it doesn't have to be specifically woodworking right it can be any no, kind of anything baking yeah sewing anything yeah yeah I I'm I'm totally that that's that's my you know eventually that's 
where I want to take the temper mom, you know, mm-hmm. just to get like a bunch of moms, you know, for one, it's hard. It's hard being a mom. It's hard, especially if you're like a military family and you don't have your village, mm-hmm. you know, that's hard. So just to have like a safe space where, you know, you can be a mom and you can also be you and you can create and you can do things that inspire you. And, you know, when you're in a good space and you feel inspired and empowered, like that in turn, you know, it's going to make you a better person. It's going to make you, make you a better mother. Mm-hmm. Things get easier, especially when you have like a village of other people who, you know, are in the same, pretty much the same boat as you, you know, and yep. it's, it's, so empowering to to do that so with a timber mom I do want to eventually get to that point where you know just a bunch of moms just having fun you know (laughs) and just kids playing and you know and you know just making and having fun you know just having fun doing it yeah do you I mean it like you said I mean especially being a military family you move so frequently that it, yeah. that adds in another level, right? Like you can just get a new kind of tribe established and then you have to move again. Um, right. But do you, have you found other moms like your yourself in the military community of, you know, who are making? Um, well, here, I'm, I'm at Fort Benning, and here there's a lot of, um, there's a big, like, maker community here. Um, like, I have a neighbor who sews to make, like, baby blankets and things like that, and um, just a few houses down, there's another mom who makes, like, car fresheners and things like that. So, um, there's a big, like, maker community here. Um lots of woodworkers, lots of furniture, you know, builders, and, you mm-hmm. know, everybody's really, really, you know, really cool. There's, um, there's even, like, they have a vendor here, I think it's called Bluebell, where, like, different makers, you know, go in there and, um, and sell their, their stuff. Oh. So, there's a big maker yeah. community. I haven't really found, like, <laughs> you know, the one right <laughs> you know making friends is like dating and it's you know, so it's like, it's like dating. dating yes <laughs> it's like okay do I give you my number now or like do I have to talk to you like a few more times That's like right. to me it's just and I'm the worst so um I haven't really found like my maker community here yet um like when I first got here you know wasn't on the best terms and mm-hmm. you know now I'm starting to get like myself and feel comfortable and you know just I'm you know I'm mastering my craft and stuff so now I'm like ready to meet my you know my maker group and mm-hmm. we're gonna be leaving in March so <laughs> <laughs> it always happens though every time it's like I meet like my perfect person you know and then mm-hmm. oh I have to leave in like two months so it always happens so I'm hoping you know now that I feel better and confident and inspired I feel like the next place I go I'm gonna meet my my person or my people right away you know mm-hmm. <laughs> So, yeah. but this always happens yeah no I'm with you <laughs> a lot is on me because <laughs> you know you have to like you can't just take it too fast like oh hey can I like 
give you our number and like you come over or we like paint or like <laughs> right. you know, make flowers or something like you know you gotta like wine and dine them first so that's right <laughs> no I'm I'm totally with you I I've said that often it's like I've never felt more like I was back in high school trying to figure yes. out how to like ask somebody out that I like you know, until I became right. a mom and I'm like on the playground, yeah. like scoping out that other mom, like. I know. Oh, <laughs> she likes me. She likes that kind of music. Oh, right. she likes, okay, she's cool. Right. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, so like you could be my person, but it doesn't, it's not that easy. Nope. <laughs> Absolutely. It's fun though. Yeah. Um. So one last question for you, Octavia, and that is, you know, if, and, and I think like you're kind of going in this direction anyway. So if you meet like another mom who wants to get into making, but is kind of like scared or hesitant, like what would be your advice to her? Um, well, my advice would just be just to go for it um like you really never know what's going to come out of what you know out of whatever you do if you don't try I've always been an intimidating person and you know just I mean one of those like but you know if it doesn't go right then I'm done with it like Mm -hmm. and like even just doing this just going going for it like my kids are like my biggest (laughs) my biggest like supporters if they see me make something, they're like, oh, you know, my, and they'll go out. My son, especially my son, he's like my biggest fan. He'll go, oh, my mom made, you know, blah, blah, blah. My mom made a big invention <laughs> sign or, you know, something like that. And to me, that already is like, so, you know, it's just so inspiring. But like, just just go for it. You'll, you know, we just have fun. That's my main thing, you know you can't take yourself too serious, you know, just have fun and just go for it. You're, right. you know, it's, 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 you never know what's going to come out of it. I never thought I'd be here right now, you know, with the timber mom, especially from just rolling paper flowers, mm-hmm. <clears throat> which has nothing to do with woodworking, you know? <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> you just, you like, you never know, you know, you have to try, you have to go for it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, Octavia, I want to give you a chance now to like shout out how people can find you on all of the interwebs. Oh, sure. So, um, I'm on Facebook. You can uh, follow, um, find my page. I'm the Timber Mom on Facebook and also on Instagram at the Timber Mom. Um, you know, that anybody can reach out. We can do some mommy, um, (laughs) some mommy crafts and get going awesome awesome well thanks so much for taking the time to chat with me today yeah thanks for having me I really appreciate it I love the idea of this maker mom podcast oh thank you all right again that was Octavia of the timber mom and I will include links on how you can follow along with her in the show notes if you don't see them directly in the app that you are listening to the podcast on you can head on over to freeman furnishings dot com forward slash podcast and find this week's episodes show notes and all of the other past episodes with amazing 
maker moms, women, and non-binary makers as well. All right, if you're really enjoying this podcast, there are a few things you could do to help support it. The easiest would be to hit subscribe on what other, whatever app you are listening to the podcast on. Then head on over to iTunes and leave a five-star review of the podcast. That helps all the algorithms know that this is an awesome podcast and others should listen as well. If you want to up your game as far as your support of the podcast, head on over to Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash Maker Mom Podcast. Over there, there's several different tier options for you to choose from. There's a $1, $3, and $5 tier level that comes with different merchandise at each level, such as stickers or t-shirts. And then there is a brand new $30 tier level that has very limited spots, and that makes you an official sponsor of the podcast, which will give you your own ad spot somewhere in the podcast episode for every episode, every week, and every month. Again, those are limited spots, so if that's something you're considering, make sure you go check that out. And all of those tier levels get you to become part of the Maker Mom Podcast tribe, which means you'll have access to any kind of live sessions or Zoom meetup sessions or whatever we got going on over there. So definitely check that out. You can also just plain do some uh, merchandise purchasing. We have the Maker Mom tee that's currently rocking the Mom Squad with the first 65 episode episodes of moms listed on the back. You can go to freemanfurnishings.com forward slash store and find that t-shirt there. All right, so when I'm not making podcasts about awesome and amazing female or non-binary makers and moms, uh, then you can find me over on freemanfurnishings.com or at Freeman Furnishings across pretty much all of the social media platforms, designing and making my own pieces of furniture and home decor for bold homes, and sometimes up to some strange shop shenanigans, so you should definitely check that out. Again, that's just at Freeman Furnishings across all the different platforms and freemanfurnishings.com. All right, so it is Friday. It actually happens to also be September 11th. So I just want to uh, say for those of us, especially who are old enough to remember the events of 9-11 and how that affected the lives of um, those directly affected who lost loved ones during the attacks on the World Trade Center um, or the Pentagon or anywhere else in the country. And, um, also those of us who just remember viewing that, um, for hours on end and how we felt about that direct attack on our country. Um, just want to know that, uh, the remembrance of this event is definitely in my thoughts. And if you were directly affected, know that you are in my thoughts as well. Okay. But it is also a Friday. We're heading into the weekend. I hope all of you, especially moms, are staying sane after the first possible week or few weeks of uh, virtual schooling. Know that my thoughts are definitely with you. I hope you get to get in the shop and make something and spend time with your family. And until next week, I will see you later. Thank you for listening to the Maker Mom podcast. You can connect with the Maker Mom community in the Facebook group page, Maker Moms. And remember, if you enjoyed listening to this episode, please subscribe leave an awesome review, and share this out with other Maker Moms you know.